Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Yeah. So Paul, um, give us an overview as to when, you know, a, you have a new client, they start in the process. Am I still correct on your numbers? Is your average about an 85 credit point increase in six months? Is that still your numbers? Well, we like to point more toward nine months. We're finding, Jay, that more people are going with our service for nine months. That's our maximum amount of service. There right. are times that we do six months. I would, I usually say if they have less than seven negative items on the credit report, they really only need my service for six months. But I would say probably that's about 25% of the people fall in that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So let's take, uh, let's take a, a couple of minutes and just walk us through the overview, not all the nitty gritty. The overview of, of a client is a new client. They've signed up. What's that process look like and who does what? Well, the, the front end way to get them to sign into our, our service really is with the screening service. That is the, unless they're already in the house. Jay, if they're already in the house, you send them directly to credit repair because you don't need to screen them, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So what you're referring to is, first of all, the real estate investor needs to know if the potential tenant buyer can afford the the house that they're moving into and as importantly for you to take a look at their debts and their income and to look at it from the standpoint of what a credit underwriter is going to be looking at as to you know can they afford the mortgage even when their their credit score is in is is high enough correct Correct. Affordability is a large piece of eligibility for the Okay. Market. Well, let's start with that piece. How do we find out if a potential tenant buyer can afford the house? Well, actually, I have something queued up on my screen right here, and I can share it with you. Kind of do a little show and tell. It would, uh... I, that'd be fine. Yes. So, um, you know, part of our audience is viewing, part of our audience is just things. So for the those that are viewing on video, 
you'll be able to see uh, Paul's slide up here on the screen. And Paul, for the uh, for the benefit of those that are just listening on audio, you know, fill in all the cracks so they understand what's going okay. on. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. So what this um, analysis worksheet that we work off of really is, is, is it's accumulation of underwriting guidelines for FHA, VA, USDA, Fannie Mae, and Freddie Mac. And what we're doing here is we're taking their income documentation. In other words, we actually get the pay stubs and the W-2s and tax returns if they're self-employed. And we're, it, we're, then we're figuring out what basically what an underwriter would say that they make per month. People, surprisingly enough, don't realize how much they, you know, what they make per month. A lot of times they don't understand that you can gross up non-taxable income. So we handle all that. We figure out what they're making. And then we go under the credit report and we pull up all their debts. If you have the benefit of seeing the screen and you'll see here the, how we've entered some of these debts onto this uh, worksheet. But essentially for those who are listening, it's, you know, I'm looking at uh, credit card summaration and, and automobile payments and so on. Like, for example, in this particular case, I have one of these items that uh, the debt for the automobile is in brackets, which basically means we're going to ignore the debt. Well, why would I ignore a debt for an automobile payment? Well, maybe there's less than 10 payments remaining on it, or at least there will be 10 payments or less remaining on that debt at the time they apply for the mortgage, which is a key element. People don't understand that they, they can like not buy another car right before they go and get the mortgage because if they hold on to the old car and have it down to those payment levels, now they can endure that debt. In this particular case, this is a business automobile. This person's self-employed and he makes his payments for his business, for his automobile from his business account. So we're looking at all the debts, we're looking at all the income, and what it does is it's gonna give us what's called a debt to income ratio analysis. Now this is all pretty simplistic stuff. It's basically taking one number, dividing it into the other, in consideration of the new loan payment, taxes and insurance, and all the other payments, and, and coming up with two sets of numbers. The first one is my housing, and the second one is all my debts. When a, in this particular case, I'm looking at a 22% front-end ratio and a 33% back-end ratio, with, which is in line with, with what FHA, VA, USDA, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac guidelines are. So in this particular case, it doesn't spit out any sort of error codes and says that this person's in range. But if I were to, for example, lower the income on this person down to 3000 as opposed to 4400 you can see how all kind of error codes come up. So on our side... What this enables us to do is for us to figure out what they need to show as their adjusted gross income in order to qualify for a mortgage. So that's that's very, very powerful, especially for that guy who has a grass cutting business, who hasn't done his tax returns yet, needs to know what he needs to show over the course of the next two years as you're putting him into the house. And all this, all these variables I have in here, FICO score, what type of loan, purchase price, down payment, the amount of income, all these variables, all the variables play into each other. For example, if I were to lower my FICO score, in this particular case, I have it at 750 set there. If I lower it down to 550, now all of a sudden it so shows me the score is unacceptable and that they should go into credit repair. Additionally, if I lower my down payment to less than 5%, in this particular case, I've got a $7,500 down payment on a house that's worth 150,000. If I lower my payment, my down payment to say 2000 which they're thinking first in months last month rent then certain things happen like the fixed rate program goes away i i can't do that i have to have at least five percent down so all these guidelines are, are built in here like in in this case i lowered my down payment down to the 
lower than the 3% required for FHA. So it gives me an error code. So it lets me know all those things, you know, what's going to put this, this file out of bounds. Yeah, so, so Paul, the, the bottom line is the benefit to the real estate investor is that you and your team handle this process directly with the tenant buyer, right? So the real estate investor doesn't have to be sending any of this stuff into you, right? Correct. I'm going to handle all this behind the scenes. Jay, here's one really cool thing down the bottom here is like the, the, month, the monthly rental. And you, and you alluded to a point earlier. You said that you have to have the minimum of what the market demands for the rent. And mm -hmm. that's a really key point. I've, I've come in. I've, we've done this before with people who have set the rent for, let's say, $1,500 for a $750,000 house. Well, there's a problem with that. It's called, it's called payment shock. So mm -hmm. whenever they go and they try to get the mortgage, the mortgage is going to be higher than what they've been paying in rent. And the underwriter is going to, that's going to be a point of contention. doesn't mean that they're going to be turned down, but now they need to show us how they're going to continue making those, that level, higher level of payments. So I'll let you know that beforehand. So mm -hmm. the cool thing, like in, in the case I was mentioning, I, I turned around and said, hey, you need about $2,700 rent for this house. And the guy the real estate investor went and asked the people for it says, you know, we, we don't want to create payment shock. You do want to buy this house in the future. Don't you? I know you're putting $40,000 down, but I need to ask you for $2,700 a month rent. And the person says, Oh yeah, I understand now I need to pay that. And they basically turn around and pay that amount. So there's, there's protection for you as a real estate investor to make certain that all the parameters of the setting up for the loan will be within guidelines. Yeah. So how long does this process take? So from the time the real estate investor, you know, gets the, the tenant buyer, you know, on the phone or in, in contact with you and your team, how long is it going to take to get this answer back to the real estate investor to see if they can, you know, what they can afford? Well, there are two major elements that I need in order to be able to to run the numbers. And once I get once I get these these two elements, it's it's usually within 24 hours. I need right. access to their credit report. So they need to grant me access to their credit report. And so I, for that, I need to talk with them because I we really, we really like to get their Credit Karma account because they don't have an inquiry on their credit report. Mm -hmm. so, so they have to need, they, they should talk with us for that. And then the other thing is the, the income. All I need to have is a pay stub or a W-2. And people can use their cell phone, snap a picture and, and send us their pay information. Right. When I so get let, me, let me ask you this real quick. So let's say I've got a potential buyer of one of my homes. And, you know, let's say I don't want them to go fall in love with a particular home or be looking at a home that they can't afford to start with. Does Do you have a, a way with your process to report back and say, okay, Here's the maximum loan amount that these people can afford given their debts or what debts they're anticipated to have at the time they'd be ready for a mortgage and the income that they have. Yeah, absolutely. We have that, you know, what we call that, what, you know, what's the maximum, how, you said it, what's the maximum that, that I can afford, maximum right. affordability. So we can backwards mathematically uh, calculate out that number for you all the way down to the dime. So now let's say to you, so you or the team have gotten back to the tenant buyer, the real estate investor. Here's the, here's the maximum amount. Okay. So, so now we know they can afford it. All right. Hypothetically speaking, we've got a tenant buyer that can afford it. They got enough uh, non-refundable lease option deposit to give us. And now they've, they've chosen a home. We're good to go. And you have anticipated it's going to take about nine months for them to get ready for the mortgage. 
They move into the home. Now what's that process look like from them starting the credit uh, restoration process to getting ready for the mortgage? Well, the first thing that's going to happen is you as a, a, the real estate investor will be notified that they've engaged in the credit repair process. You'll be given some disclosure forms that I'll, I'll advise that you have them sign. One of them is, is the one I just had on the screen, which is the debt to income ratio analysis. There's actually a signature line there that says that they're not going to materially change their income or their debt load. So as they go through the credit repair, my staff is going to basically write some letters and, and we're going to write letters that go to the credit bureaus, TransGene, Equifax, and Experience. So without giving away all the secret sauces to how the whole thing works, we know what to say to who to say it and how to say it at the appropriate time to have the bad things removed from the credit report and then have them build new credit. And that's where the whole thing comes in about 85 points is their average improvement score. So that behind the scenes, we're doing all that. Plus there's a little bit of participation on their part if they have to build credit and no new bad stuff, you know. Yeah. Now, how can the real estate investor that has referred this client to you, and by the way, I'll just go ahead and tell everybody, you know, when someone gives me a large enough lease option deposit, then I pay Paul and his team out of that lease option deposit for the service, okay? Instead of relying on the tenant buyer to be making that monthly payment or, or what have you. I mean, a lot of times they will be maxed out on what they can afford, you know, on their on their monthly rent that they're paying us. And so, but you see, they're giving me a non-refundable lease option deposit. So it's actually the tenant buyer that is cash flowing the payment for Paul's services, even though, you know, it is, you know, it, it is coming from us. So I just wanted to share that with everybody, Paul. So how can the real estate investor be current all the time and be made aware as to the progress that, you know, the, you know, how the stores are coming up or, you know, certain uh, derogatory items have been deleted. How can the real estate investor know what's going on and not be left in the dark, you know, along the way? We give them a tracking mechanism. They can go log on to our system. They have a private portal. They're, all they got to do is set it up and, uh, and, and then they, when they click on their portal, they'll see everybody that they've referred to us that's doing credit repair. They'll see all of their statuses. They can click on any one of the names and bring up where they're at right now when the last letters went out, what, what set of results of they've received, all the way down to the item level, Jay. It'll show, like, for example, the judgment came off of a credit report, which is a major, major mm -hmm. thing, especially if you're trying to get it through, uh, as you know, mortgages or, you know, there are certain things that will disqualify people from a time frame, like for two years, they're not going to get a loan after a bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. so there's, there's score, and then there's underwriting guidelines, and either of them can knock them out of the, the mortgage process. So if a certain element is on the credit report, and it's an element that, that affects underwriting guidelines and disqualifies them, and all of a sudden now it's off the credit report, well, you know, that's a major one. I mean, that's, that's where we do our little dance, and we get them over to the mortgage broker as quickly as possible. Yeah, um, one of the other things, if I may, Jay, you mentioned a little bit about you paying the fee and such. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that, that that puts you in a position where when you advertise, you can actually say this this house comes with credit repair. So your phone rings a little bit more than the average real estate. Yeah. Absolutely. When we are promoting and you know looking for rent-to-own buyers, which by the way, I want to tell the entire audience right now, let me tell you where I'm finding these rent-to-own buyers right now. I'm getting more leads from this one source, and it's free. It's free, folks. 
and that is Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace is outperforming everything, uh, you know, as of right now. I still do Facebook ads, but they don't even perform as well as the free marketplace. So anyway, in our marketing, we will advertise free credit repair. And it is free. I'm paying for it. Being cash flowed by the non-refundable lease option deposit, but I'm paying for it. And the reason that increases our response to our marketing is that the majority of the people that are going to be responding to a rent-to-own ad or, or a rent-to-own home or program, they know they need the credit repair. And so you're, you're speaking their language and it increases our response by promoting free credit repair. So I'm glad you brought that up, Paul. Paul, tell everybody where you, where you are located and what areas of the United States that you service. Sunny, beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania here in February. <laughs> it's not quite so sunny and beautiful, but anyhow, that's where we're located, right out of um, a little suburb outside of Pittsburgh called Murraysville. Been here for quite some time, have about, have six people that work with the company, so we're small but mighty, so we can easily handle your business in all 50 states. So we've done business in all 50 states as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Paul, we are just about out of time, if you can believe it. Have you got any burning information that's really, really hot that you feel like you need to share before we wind down the show? And then we're going to give out uh, your contact information for those that would like to continue the conversation with you. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time out to, uh, to introduce me to those within uh, your universe, Jay. So um, um, we're here. We're, we're, uh, we're, as I mentioned, we're a family-run business. So we're all approachable. And whenever you start doing business with us, you, you'll get a, a personal phone call from me You know, whenever you do your first deal, send your first deal through us. So I just want to introduce you to how the whole process works. I have a really cool script that I can provide to any, anybody listening to this. So if they want to uh, text me their uh, contact information, then uh, I will, I'll send them off the script. All I really need is their email address. It'd be helpful if I had their name as well. And I'll send them a script, and uh, and I got a couple other freebies I can send along the way too. And I'll send those by email as well. All right. So how do they locate you? How do they reach out to you, Paul? Well, probably the easiest thing is just text me your name and your email address to four one two two four two two seven three three. That's four one two four one two two four two two four two two seven three three two seven three three. And if someone wants to go. Go to your website first. What website would you give out? I would give out screenthetenant.com. All one word, screenthetenant.com. All right. And if someone prefers to initially communicate with you by email, what email address you want to give out? Oh, uh, paul at mycreditteam.com. And the other website really to refer them to for the credit repair would be my credit team. And you'll, you'll notice on there that there's a, a section that talks about rent to own and no other credit repair company has a rent to own section. So, oh, by the way, my, myself and my wife, we're also real estate investors too. Sure. Sure. So your email is Paul, P-A-U-L at mycreditteam.com, right? Credit and team have two T's which run together. Yes, that's it. All right. That's perfect. That's perfect. Paul, thank you so much for taking your time uh, to be here on the show. Great information. And as I said at the beginning of the show, um, it's just been great to have you and uh, Joanne and your team, you know, taking care of this for nine years now for, for my uh, tenant buyers. And it's just fantastic. Appreciate you being on, Paul. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jay.
Absolutely. And everybody, I want to see you at the upcoming uh, Real Estate Investing Cash Flow Conference. Get on over to www.jayconner.com forward slash money podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jay Conner, the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. And until we see you on the next show, here's to taking your real estate investing career to the next level. Bye for now.